Mr. Guy Zombie Hunter is a delicious zombie apocalypse caper of ridiculous proportions. Our reluctant F-Goblin hero, Mr. Guy, explores a smattering of zombie apocalypse tropes trying to find the cure. Each chapter is paired with a different illustrator, giving this ongoing story rich variations in flavor to keep the reader turning them zesty pages. We're kickstarting Act 1 of Mr. Guy from July 1st to the 31st, along with Oneshi Press's 10th Comics Anthology, Origins. For more information, visit Mr. Guy comic.com Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. I also command that you keep listening to Adrian Has Issues. Welcome to Adrian Has Issues, the conversational podcast celebrating the culture of creativity. So I have a question for creators and maybe even people, whether you do professionally or in your spare time, I just wanted to ask a question. When was the last time you made something or created something or worked on something for you? Because I had asked myself this question and I hate to say it, I couldn't readily answer it. And that frankly bugged the shit out of me. There was a time in my life, not too long ago, where I was pretty much attached to a notebook or journal. And I didn't care what it was. It could have been like traditional journal writing. It could have been scribbles. It could have been bad poetry. It could have been playlists that I wanted to make when I got home. I didn't care what it was. I just wrote. I wasn't concerned about an audience. I wasn't concerned about analytics or downloads or streams or anything like that. I just wrote because it's something I found fulfilling and it's something that made me feel human or just made me feel whole in a world that doesn't often allow you to be that. Now, when I started podcasting, I wasn't automatically thinking that I wanted to do this for any reason other than I just thought it would be fun. I'm talking like a teen, I mentioned very briefly how, as a kid, I wanted to be a radio DJ. To be able to have a job where I talked music and got to just talk to people was something that I always thought about, but just, you know, wasn't something I really thought was something I could pursue. And it wasn't only because it seemed like a very difficult thing to get into. And then this happened. But even then, it was still just something fun and enjoyable. And once I made the declaration to do this in a more professional capacity, my whole world changed and I will never walk back making that decision. Some days it's great. Some days it's not great. Some days it's stressful. It's drudgery. But yet there's this rush that comes from it. Uh, matter of fact, um, one of my favorite songs. Well, to tell the story on an episode of Talking Like a Teen, which is a podcast I do with one of my best friends and co-host, uh, Ashley Berge. She had asked me this question, is there a song or an album that best capsulates your life? And at the time, I couldn't answer it. Like, it literally shook me to my core because I was like, holy shit, that's a really good question. And I had no way to answer it. I had no way to figure out, like, that's so hard. As someone who just loves any and all music, it's like, how do I begin to put that in sort of one package like one easily digestible package. 
But yet, there's this one song by the punk band None More Black. We dance in the ruins of this stupid stage. But that song speaks more from a touring musician standpoint about a guy who's tired, worn out, can barely sing, who's physically just completely tapped out. And maybe even a little emotionally and spiritually. Because I'd imagine going from town to town, traveling in a cramped space with just you and your bandmates is grueling for a lot of different reasons. And shout out to any musician, especially touring musicians. I, I can imagine that's got to be a tough life to live. But one thing about that song is even though he's just completely exhausted and is seemingly one step from quitting, once he hits that stage... This this rush kind of comes through him, and then all of a sudden everything becomes worth it. They're worn out, but yet there's this one line about, like, we might not be here again. So regardless of how tired and worn they are, this particular town, these people came out to see this band. That may be their last show. So they have to give it everything they have and give it 100% every time. In a way, that song became, like, my creative theme song even for podcasting. I don't profess to be the best at this. I think I'm very good. I always know that I can get better. I can always improve. But anybody who tells you that doing this is easy, I mean, I'm not going to say they may be kidding themselves, but to do it and to do it regularly and to continue doing it and to continue getting better, it definitely has its challenges. And I feel like everybody should do it at least once. But pot fade is real. And I'm not going to lie, I've had my moments where it became very tough to do. And life does get in the way. So not everybody who stops doing this is a quitter. Someone who I admire greatly once said, sometimes it's actually good to quit things. But it is hard work. And anything worth doing is hard work. And I don't have to tell you that, but maybe sometimes you need to hear it again. I know I need to hear it again. Because every time I think that I'm done... And I joked Eileen, like, I quit every week. But once I hit that microphone and once I'm having those conversations, whether it be with Ashley or Eileen or another guest, it's just this feeling that comes over me is one that I could not readily describe. At least (laughs) my limited vocabulary cannot really describe it. Even though there's always this bit of nervousness that goes into hitting that record button for the first time, when you hit stop... The feeling afterwards, it's, you kind of, it it really does almost feel like some sort of (laughs) astral projection or something where you're really just stepping over, sitting over yourself being like, man, this was enjoyable. I love this. I want to keep doing this. And just this overall satisfaction of knowing that you helped make a connection between you and your guest to even the listener. And people always say that feedback is important because it is. And not just strictly from a numbers perspective. There is this great feeling that someone has either read or listened to your work or seen it, whatever the case may be. And to have someone say, I enjoyed that. Thank you for taking the time out to make this. Much like I thank that person for, in my case, listening to this. And that's a feeling I would never trade in the world. And it does bum me out sometimes, though, when talking to people about podcasting and what I do. Some people, they're not aware that it's a thing, that it's a viable format, because it is. But sometimes I'll get this look as if (laughs) they mean to say, so you just talk to people 
weekly. And they're kind of confused, and maybe they just don't know, and that's fine. But then there's some people where it's like, you don't get any money out of that, do you? And that's something that does bum me out, because I've had this conversation before in talking about, let's say, podcasting or things like that, where the other person will say, well, I don't haven't made a, a, I don't make any money off of this. And it's like, well, neither do I. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I take it any less seriously. I'm still going to come at it with that same intensity. Like the song says, I don't know when I'm going to be back here again. As far as I'm concerned, I only really get one spin around this rock. Maybe I might get another. That would be cool if I get reincarnated. Maybe I'll be even someone even more badass. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm going to just take it as I'm only going to be here once. I only have one life. And at least for me, I spent too much time talking myself out of doing things that I knew that I wanted to do and I could be good at. I applaud anybody who's willing to go out of their way to make something and give it their all. Because that's not an easy thing to do and not everybody does it. But by the same token, to kind of bring things back to my initial question, I do miss sometimes creating things strictly for me. And this is not in a, oh, well, I'm going to start podcasting less. I'm not saying that at all. But I guess what I'm getting at is there is something to be said about doing something that you love for yourself. Because at least I know for me, I got caught up in the, oh, hey, let me write this thing. And it's like, oh, this is cool. I wonder if I could put this up as a blog. But it's nice to be able to just create something just because I feel like it and it's something that would make me happy. And it's also just nice to have something that you can do outside of the normal nine to five, Monday through Friday routine. I really do feel that we as people are meant for more than just being working stiffs. And I know we have to do these things because obviously, you know, we need to be able to do things just to survive the every day. But I really do believe that we're more than that. Those of us who have those inclinations, I just really believe that we cannot ignore them. And to ignore them would be to ignore parts of ourselves. To that end, I say, if you haven't started, start. If you've already started, keep going if you can. It's worth it. You're worth it. And it's tough to do things when the world is telling us that it's not worth it. Something that used to bug me, whether it be in school or even at jobs, and I would be writing like on my break or whatever, And someone would ask me, oh, what are you doing? And I'd be like, oh, I'm just writing. And the person would ask, why? And not just even like a why in terms of like, oh, I want to know more about this. But taking a tone where you know that they're almost being insulting. As if, why would you do something so stupid? Like this level of condescension that came from it. And it used to bug me. Because anytime someone asks why, I'm just thinking, why not? Because this thing makes me happy, damn it. (laughs) You know, this thing, this is enjoyable to me. I know that if I didn't have this, I'd be miserable. This is a part of my life. This isn't just like this side thing that I could just kind of turn on and off. No, it's been, it's in my blood. Like, and I almost feel like it's in my DNA. And being with Eileen and then the kids and watching them express themselves through their own means has also been great. Because it's like, I feel like... I get to now be in a house where we try to encourage that in each other. And honestly, the kids inspire me. Like, their level of fearlessness when it comes to expressing themselves. Like, dad, I wish I had that much confidence when I was a kid. Believe me. (laughs) Things would have maybe been a lot smoother. Self-expression is very important. And we definitely need to support that in ourselves and in each other. 
I think it's about time that we look at our peers and support each other more often than not and not see each other as just in terms of the competition or looking at each other as if the things that they do are not worthwhile. Because imagine how far we go in life if we believed in each other more. You have to believe in it before anybody else can. I really do believe that. But by the same token, I also feel that we have to do more to support each other. And also, I thank Eileen and Ashley, who really are the heart of all of this. Because as much as I enjoy podcasting creating, it's nice when you have someone who shares that enthusiasm and also just brings something different to the table and brings something that I didn't think I had before. So if either of you are listening, thank you. And I love you both. And to all of you who, whether you sat down with me to talk or you just listened, thank you as well. So I want to spend however long as I'm doing this, trying to let all of you know as much as you can that you are valid and you are appreciated. Because it's very hard because not everybody may have that same support system. And even if you do, it's just the day to day could be very tough. So even taking a little bit of time to make something, whether it be for yourself or doing it on a professional level, that's still admirable. And keep at it. Keep working. And definitely don't be afraid to learn something new and try new things. So I leave you with that. And thank you so much for listening. And I will end this by asking the question that's kind of been my driving force. Every creator has a story. What's yours? We'll see you next time. great podcasts, visit adrianhasissues.com.